0: Soon afterwards, Jesus went to a town called Nain, and His disciples and a large crowd went with Him. As He approached the gate of the town, a man who had died was being carried out. He was His mother's only son, and she was a widow. And with her was a large crowd from the town. When the Lord saw her, He had compassion for her, and said to her, Do not weep. Then he came forward and touched the bier, and the bearer stood still. And he said, Young man, I say to you, arise. The dead man sat up and began to speak. And Jesus gave him to his mother. Fear seized all of them, and they glorified God, saying, A great prophet has risen among us. And God has looked favorably on His people. This word about Him spread throughout Judea and all the surrounding country. The Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So we're going to try a little experiment real quick. Um, This is how it goes. If you do it, the the sermon will be nice and short. But if you don't, I'm going to preach a long time. So, when I hold mine up, you hold yours up. Show it to me. That works, but it's not quite as fun as let's try something else. All right, when I hold mine up, you say it. You ready? That's pretty good. Let's do it again. You ready? Do you believe it yet? Let's try again. Keep calm. Keep calm. I wonder if we notice Jesus' unsolicited compassion for this widow. I hear people say sometimes that if we have enough faith, if we have enough faith, Jesus will meet us in our need and heal us of our need. I have heard preachers say to people, you didn't pray enough. You didn't have enough faith. I've heard that on my television set which means that millions of people heard it, which grieves my heart. I wonder, did you notice that this woman didn't have a chance to ask Jesus for anything? I wonder, did you notice that she didn't have a chance to put enough money in the offering plate? She didn't have a chance to sing the right hymn? She didn't have enough chance to quote the right Scripture verse to Him? She didn't have a chance to even tell Him what was going on in her life. But Jesus' compassion met her where she was. Do you ever feel like you're in in need of a little compassion church? I remember one time I was presenting a project when I was in architectural school and I had some friends who, who liked to pick on me about um, my, uh, I hate to say it, Nancy. What's that thing you say I have? Perfection complex or something? OCD. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because I want everything to be perfect, you know. And and even though I can't make things perfect, I want things to be perfect. And and I had this project that I'll just be honest with. You, it was horrible. And there was this little fella named Peter Lee who was a brilliant architect, great great artist, and brilliant man. And and he was going to be a guest critic for our studio which terrified me because I knew my project was horrible. I didn't even want to present it. Y'all know what I'm saying? You ever been there? I just felt like I'd be better off take the zero and move on. And I would have been. I should have arranged that with my professor cuz I presented my project in the best light I could and Peter Lee ran me over with a truck. And I learned a phrase from a friend of mine that day. He said he ran over you like a truck. <laughs> one of those friends who like to pick on me for wanting everything to be perfect. And don't you know that sometimes you hit a day in life where you feel like you just got blindsided by a truck? I had a day like that Tuesday when I found my uncle dead. You've had days like that where you just look up and you don't know why you're laying on the floor. You just know you are. And you don't know how you're going to get up. What in the world can we do on those days? See, y'all weren't ready. We'll try again. What in the world can we do on those days? On. Press, on in faith. Press on in faith. One of my seminary professors said that in class one day. I thought it's the most brilliant thing I've ever heard because that's what faith looks like. Faith looks like pressing on. Faith doesn't look in like how to figure out how to present your petition to God so that God will be like a cosmic Coke machine and spit out your diet coke for you. Faith looks like progressing on in life and going after everything you need to do to take care of yourself, your family, your congregation, and other people in spite of the absurdities that have attacked you that day. What can you do when you feel discouraged? What can you do when you feel let down by other people? What can you do when you feel like everything in the world is against you? Let's give the choir a chance. What can you do when everything seems like it's against you? Listen, dear ones, we have seen Jesus' unsolicited compassion for this widow of name. This woman that everybody would have said her life is over. They can forget her. They might as well move her out, put her out in some home somewhere. It's over for her. Nobody to take care of her. No son to take care of her. No husband to take care of her. She's become a non-entity. In some ways, she has ceased to exist. But get this, Jesus saw her and had compassion on her. Do you think that if Jesus had compassion on her, Jesus will have compassion on you? I believe that. I believe that if Jesus sees her pain, then Jesus sees my pain. And I believe Jesus sees your pain, church. And I believe Jesus sees the pain of our community and the pain of our world. And He calls us to be compassionate with Him and to... Let's let Caitlin do it real loud. (laughs) y'all do it. Keep calm. The British came up with this idea. Motivational posters, they kind of invented the motivational poster movement because Germany was on the doorstep. And Hitler said, I'm coming. There was no question his intent. And so the Ministry of Information started making motivational posters that they could hang out on the street corners and put in places where the people would see them morale boosting posters. And they had these prepared. They had these prepared to put up in case the Nazis invaded Britain so that the people would remember to wait, you can't say this and to keep calm and carry on. Keep calm and carry on. And they put King George's crown at the top of it. And they were prepared to put those out, but thank God they didn't have to use them. And they were discovered about 50 years ago. And in just a few years, some more of them showed up on the TV show Antiques Roadshow. And next thing you know, kids are walking around in shirts that say, keep calm and carry on. Or keep calm and eat cookies. (laughs) Keep calm, be unique. Keep calm, read a book. Keep calm, make bacon pancakes. I have to ask the people at Waffle House about that one. Keep calm. Do you know that if, you know, I think pretty sure that if you cut off the bottom half of your leg and flipped open your first aid kit, the first thing it'll say is stay calm, right? Stay calm. We lose our calm when we forget who's in control, we lose our calm when we think that there's no compassion for us. We lose our calm when we think that we're left out on our own. But look who meets us today in the broken bread and the cup. The risen Christ, the Savior of the world. The same one who met a widow coming out of Nain meets us when we're beat down and broken. And you might think you've got to go looking for Him and there'll be people out there tell you, oh, you've got to get right with God and go find Jesus. But That's junk. Jesus is looking for you, dear ones. He's headed for you and He's meeting you here today. Because He knows you need His compassion. Because He knows you need to know that He loves you. And because He wants you to keep calm and press on in faith. Whatever absurd circumstance we face in life, we know that Jesus sees us with compassion. Jesus comes to meet us today in the broken bread and the cup. To touch the brokenness that's in us. To give us healing and peace. Because we know that our Lord sees us with compassion, we can keep calm And press on in faith. Dear ones in faith, let us come to Christ's table together to receive His merciful compassion. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.